Nick Bosa signed a massive contract. I mean, guys, this is ridiculous. Um, it <laughs> it is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Nick Bosa has been holding out for a few months now, basically. Didn't come to training camp, refused to show up, refused to do anything, basically, that would, you know, enable him to be ready for this season because he wanted a new contract, wanted a new contract. And they signed him to a five-year, $170 million deal. He got a $50 million signing bonus. He has an average salary of $34 million. Total guaranteed money of that $170 million projected contract is $122.5 million. Now, for those that may be unaware of a couple of contract things, you might be thinking, well, but he signed a contract for $170 million. NFL teams have ways to get out of these contracts, and I don't really know exactly what the details of his contract would be as far as the loopholes that either side could really utilize to get out of it, but $122.5 million of it cannot be, you know, wavered. It's going to be paid, whether it is in a type of a situation where they convert it into a signing bonus of some sort, whatever, the roster bonus sometimes they'll do. I know the Steelers have done that a lot. Nick Bosa is going to be a San Francisco 49er until 2029 at the very least. He will be 32 years old when that happens. So he is under contract for one, two, three, four, five, six years before he hits free agency. He'll be paid $34 million a year. And you might be thinking, Michael, he's the reigning defensive player of the year, and he's an amazing player and all of these things. And, and I'll give it to you. I mean, he's he is a phenomenal player. And, and my dynasty league, he is one of my top-tier players, and I love watching him play. He is phenomenal. But he's almost 26 years old. Turned 26 in October on the 23rd. He's played 51 total games. Did you know that? I didn't. I just kind of assumed ah, Nick Bosa must have been, you know, a stalwart. Now, to be fair, he had one year where he was, you know, injured and did not have the ability to play that season. That was 2020. Every other year he has played at least 14 games. Two of the three years that he's been active, he has played in 16 or 17 games and started every one of the games that he played in. Last year, I think they gave him the the last week of the regular season off. Here's what's impressive. You know, he's he's started 49 games, played in 51. He has 43 sacks. I'm not going to lie, 106 quarterback hits, that's, that's insane. However, here's my question. Brock Purdy is supposed to be this savior for the San Francisco 49ers, and if he has another good season, 
He has no fifth-year option. He was the the last pick of the draft, Mr. Irrelevant. What's he going to want? Oh, he's, he's going to want a new contract, isn't he? What else might end up happening when it comes to Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, all the big names that are going to want to be paid? You just gave quarterback, you know, mid-tier quarterback money to a defensive end. I digress. It's it's stupid. It's dumb. It makes no sense. Sure, you've got Nick Bosa until 2029. What about the rest of your roster? Now, here's the beautiful news. Football's back. Tonight, Chiefs, Lions, primetime football. Waiting all day for a Thursday night. And what a Thursday night it is set up to be. When the NFL schedule was released back in April, I was wondering what were the Chiefs' records going to really look like as far as their, their schedule itself. What, what's going to happen to them? And here's the interesting thing. You look at the Chiefs' opponents. They play the Lions, the Jaguars, the Bears, the Jets, the Vikings, Obviously, the Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders twice apiece. The Dolphins, the Eagles, the Packers, the Bills, the Bengals, and the Patriots. Now, the two games that kind of came to my mind that seemed like primetime candidates for the beginning of the regular season were the Philadelphia Eagles And the Miami Dolphins. Because, again, you, you got the Tyreek Hill factor. Him coming back in, what was what was that going to look like? When they announced that it was the Detroit Lions, I'm not going to lie. I liked that move. There's a little bit of drama in regards to this particular matchup today. Not really sure, 110%, what's going to happen with Travis Kelsey at this point in time. At the time we're recording this, he's questionable. I'm a little skeptical that he ends up playing. He hyperextended his knee. Looks like he's probably going to be out. So what do we do? The Lions, on all accounts, as far as I can tell, are coming into this game relatively healthy with a great defense on the road against a great offense that might be without their best playmaker not named Patrick Mahomes. I said that I thought that the the Lions were going to be a team to reckon with this year. And I, I think that that's true. And I think there's a chance that we could have a Thursday night miracle game like we had years ago But I have to pick a winner, and I've got to pick a loser. Well, they could tie. Please, no. Your Thursday night preview, what I expect to be a high-scoring affair, I could be wrong, probably will be, I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs 38-31 over the Detroit Lions. 
I think the Lions are very close. I think their division is somewhat in shambles. I don't know that you can trust the Vikings. I don't know that the Packers and Jordan Love are really going to work out, and he might even be without his, his two top receivers this upcoming Sunday. And do we really think that the Bears getting rid of their best running backs and wide receiver trade for, you know, DJ Moore is actually going to pay off? I'm not so sold. So, Kansas City Chiefs over the Detroit Lions, 38-31. Here's where I'm going to just go out on a limb. A bold take, if you will. I don't think this game is a shootout as much as I think the Lions will be down 14, they'll score to pull it within seven with little time left on the clock. And just to be clear, just to point out the consistency of all of this, it is 2.08 a.m. September 7th. I think the Detroit Lions will lose Thursday night football to the Kansas City Chiefs. But let's talk about a quick scenario where they win. What if that score was flipped? What if it was 38-31? You know, the Chiefs without Kelsey, it's just too much to overcome. And so the Detroit Lions come in, punch them right in the mouth, and they, you know, win this game. I want you to kind of consider, if that happens, their next four games. They're home against Seattle. I believe they can win that game. They're home against Atlanta, and I think they can win that game. We, we got them at 3-0. and They go on the road against Green Bay on Thursday Night Football, but they, they beat them last year with Aaron Rodgers. And again, is Jordan Love the answer? I'm not so sure that he is. They, they could be 4-0. Home for the Panthers. Bryce Young? Maybe. On the road for the Buccaneers. There is a possibility though I know it's more likely that the Jets drop a couple of games, not the Jets, sorry, reading a different schedule, that the Lions drop a couple of games, there is a possibility that this team could be 6-0 and heading into their matchup against the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. There's a good possibility this team could be 7-1 and heading into their bye week. I'm telling you right now, at the very least, I could see the Detroit Lions being 6-2. and two. At the absolute worst, I could see it. I think they could be 5-3. and three. Watch out for Detroit. But let's look at the Chiefs' next four games after they play the Lions. They go on the road to Jacksonville. That's going to be a tough game. A tough game. They come home for the Bears. I think they could win that game. But let's just say they split between the Lions and the Jaguars. Let's say Trevor Lawrence is for real and he does to them, you know, what he does best apparently, which is come back. So you're 1-1. One and one. You beat the Bears. You go to 2-1. and one. Then you go to play the Jets. Do you win that game? Let's say they do because I just don't, don't buy the hype yet about the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You go on the road to Minnesota, you probably lose that game. Come home for the Broncos, never lost to the Broncos in Patrick Mahomes' tenure. Sorry, Monica. You're going to beat the Broncos. Then 
You play the Chargers. They've been very good against the Chargers. You're back again on the road against the Broncos. There is a real possibility that for the Kansas City Chiefs, their bye week is week 10, that they could be 8-1 and one or 7-2. and two. But they have a massive, massive problem having to play multiple teams that were playoff teams, but also multiple teams that know them well within those first 10 weeks. Do you think Tyreek doesn't know what they like to do? I know the Broncos haven't beaten him yet, but it's a division opponent. It's still going to be difficult. You think the Chargers aren't going to know what to say? Guys, it is the most wonderful time of the year. Football is back. You might be thinking, hey, there's more games than just the one tonight. Why aren't you, you know, predicting those scores? Patience, Padawan. We'll predict those scores on Friday, and we're going to talk about whether I got it right or got it wrong. We're going to talk about the mishaps, and we're going to talk about, I don't know, the X factors. And so let me leave you with this. A simple start set, you know, advice. Obviously, you need to ride right up to the very edge if you have Travis Kelsey on your fantasy football team and hope against hope that he will play. Be prepared to go and pick up somebody else or to plug somebody else into your lineup. I think Sky Moore this year and Isaiah Pacheco will have big seasons. So if it is true that Kelsey can't play, watch Sky Moore catch 10 to 12 passes for maybe like 80 yards and a couple of touchdowns. On the Detroit Lions side of the ball, you know it's Amon Ross St. Brown. There's just there's no doubt it's Amon Ross St. Brown. Dude catches everything. And I think sneakily, Jameer Gibbs could have a decent game. But, tomorrow, we're going to look at whether or not I was right. I cannot wait for Sunday to have a chance to watch my favorite team play again for the first time since January. Time flies, but we're here, and let's enjoy the moment. Till then, take care.